Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. This is the Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes podcast. Welcome to you. Why? If you're a first-time listener, I am Tubes. Why? I thought you were welcoming me. No, Why? not Thank you. you. You've been here all the time. I've been been here for a long since last year. Okay. <laughs> I'm loving the show though. Big show. Today's a big show. A lot of texts coming through on 0488881073. We get to those. We also spoke to legitimate actors. Real actors. Which was sensational. We also spoke to the Fair Work Ombudsman about what you you need to know your rights as an employer and as an employee. Yeah, we spoke all things hair. We did. Here's what you missed. How are you today, Kaz? It was a bit warm yesterday afternoon. It was, I didn't know where I was, Queensland, Tasmania, it's balmy, it's still 19 degrees. Yeah, I looked at the the forecast today and if there's... If there's nothing more Tasmanian, it's what we've got coming today. We've got possible thunderstorms and possibly up to 15 millimetres of rain. That's good for the garden. Yes, it is, but it's weird, isn't it? And it's not good it's, for my blow-up pool that's now just... Well, it might fill it up. It might fill it up, yes. It was too hot yesterday. Do you think? And and I have a problem. I've got to talk to, I've got to, talk to the people here at Triple M. And I'm pretty confident it might be our afternoon's announcer, Justin, that we need to talk to. When I walked in to this studio this morning, he had set the temperature in the studio to 24 degrees. You know that's at least two two and a half degrees. It was quite comfortable in here. It was (laughs) Kaz's temperature, not... Do you know what it feels like? You know when you go to the bottle shop and you go in and buy a slab of beer and you go into the... Cool room. Cool room. That's here. You feel like that's what it was like here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, 21.5 degrees is my peak operating temperature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanks, it was Justin. 24, Justin. Thank what are you, you doing to me? What are you up to today, Hobart? 0488881073. Send us your pictures of where you are. You get a ticket in the metro if you send us a text. Or two tickets in the metro if you send us a picture. 0488881073. It's triple. Right now in the Triple M producer's desk is our wonderful producer, producer Rhea. She joins us live in the studio to give us a news update. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning. How are we going? What's making news? Lots of things are making news, but one in particular is the fifth lane on the outlet. So through the right to information, State Labor have um, gotten access to some government documents which have revealed the proposed fifth lane roadworks for the southern outlet, mm-hmm. which is expected to take eight months in construction, could have fatal impacts. So they think that th- these documents have said that the roadworks could risk lives with delays to emergency service vehicles. Okay. I've This has been ongoing for a long time. And Hasn't if you it? talk to a lot of people that drive up from the south of the city, they will say it won't make much of a difference anyway 
because of the bottleneck that is Macquarie Street. However, now that they've agreed to take a few parking spots away from the southern end of Macquarie Mm -hmm. Street, maybe it'll change things. However, fatal impacts... Are they talking about just the delays for emergency yeah, services? Yeah, so the delays that having the roadworks there would cause for emergency services to get down there to people that have called an ambulance. So this All is, back into the Royal. Well, it, precisely. But the construction is going to be on one southbound lane out of town, so it will be closed for eight months during this construction. One oh. southbound lane. Yeah. Oh, that seems strange to me because all the houses that they've reclaimed are on the south side of the like the northbound lane yeah so are they going to, that's that's all there's right. a bit of a drop on the other side i, I don't <clears> get it so you come back in you you're coming back into the city and you've got to stop at two sets of traffic lights how is that traffic never gonna bank up yeah yeah it will it will it sounds like it is a cluster fiasco <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so i found this interesting though Apparently, 36,000 vehicles a day use the southern outlet. That's a lot. That is and a they lot. can't fix it, that amount of vehicles. You know what fixes this? What's that choose? Consistent, affordable transport. Absolutely. Oh. So, Labor's Dean Winter is calling for the $35 million project to be scrapped. He thinks maybe there's better places that the money what, could be used. I'll tell you what, if they scrap it... The people whose houses were reclaimed in Dunern. Yeah, too far gone now, hey? It's, yeah. That's some frustrating stuff for them. Let's get to some good news. So a Hobart barber is going to offer up the commercial lease for free to the right person. Right. Oh. So he says, I'm going to do a bit of a Willy Wonka thing and give it to someone who deserves it. So it's Paradise Lost is the barber shop and it's on Elizabeth Street. Um, I know these guys. Yeah, so he's planning to move away. This is Lee, yeah, Lee. uh, Yes, legitimately one of the great one of the great barber shops. I I go there sometimes, but I don't go there all the time because I don't live close to that. I've got a lovely barber in North Hobart that I can walk to now. Blades Barber, shout out to the boys. They're all from (laughs) Nepal. But Lee and the team at Paradise Lost are some of the most unique barbers. In the world. Where in Elizabeth Street? My son needs a haircut for back to school. Is this where I'm taking him? Oh, if you want him to be randomised. What? They, what? <laughs> they will randomise his haircut. It's And they'll give him what you want. But they can also, <laughs> if you want to say, give me a cool haircut, they'll give you a cool haircut. Oh, no, because he'll say, give me a cool haircut and then I'll. <laughs> and that with yeah. a mohawk. Yeah. yeah. So okay. he's, he's, right. Lee's moving away. Yep. And he's going to offer up the commercial lease free of charge. To someone to continue the the barber shop. How good! But he's exactly. got to find the right person, the person that deserves it, golden yep. ticket style, like Willy Wonka. Absolutely. When you said when you said he was going to do it Willy Wonka style, I, th- I thought you were going to say he's going to cover everything in sugar. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for the news update, Rhea. We'll catch up with you during the show. Thank you. In case you missed it. <laughs> Producer Rhea brought us some news today that the team at Paradise Lost are doing a Willy Wonka-style award, I guess, for <laughs> someone out there who might be a barber or a hairdresser because they've got a commercial lease for uh, their venue here on Elizabeth Street. Which is pretty much directly in line with us here. On If you go along Melville Street and you turn left down towards the mall, 
they're in that block between Bathurst and Melville Street. I still can't picture it. I'll go for a walk. Lovely later. pink building. Right. She, randomly, I went to school with the girl who owns that building. That's okay. That's, that's Hobart. It's classic. Uh, but I want to tell you about my experience there because it looks we because uh, we've read it this morning. We've talked about it this morning. It's a pretty cool joint, isn't it? Unbelievable. So you walk in, the whole place is powder pink. They've got psychedelic music going on. Or just like some regular Aussie rock or whatever it is. It's very much an experience as you walk in. They'll offer you a beer or a whiskey if you want one before whilst you're waiting, which I've always found hard to do because if I'm halfway through a beer when they say, it's your turn, let's go, Tubes, I, I sit there with a beer underneath <laughs> my smock. <laughs> oh, how do you drink a beer yeah. when you're getting your hair cut? So I went in. And got your beer, sorted. Had my beer. Sat down. This is my first experience in there. And sat down. They said, what do you want? I said, oh, I like it short around the sides. Just leave a little bit on top. But do whatever you want, really. Oh, okay. Next thing you know, he's putting some stuff in my ears and flicking a match at them. <laughs> and my, like burning the, burning the hair on my ears. I'm like, whoa, what was that? It didn't hurt. It was just like a low flammable liquid that he put on there. He said, oh, we're just getting rid of a few of those danglies around your ears there, mate. Oh. I'm like, no worries. Next, man. next thing you know, I've had my hair cut and they're finishing up, you know, with the brush that they go around the back of your neck with. And he comes in front of me and he's got his hands clenched in like a cup, like cupping his hands together like that. And I'm looking at him. What's going on here? And then he goes and claps in front of my face and all this powder just goes all over me. And, and I'm in a smoke, like a, a puff of powder. It was like talcum powder or some sort of That's perfume amazing. powder. Unbelievable. What an experience, experience when you're getting a haircut. 100%. Do you know, I haven't had my hair cut properly for 40 years. Really? 40 years. You must have saved yourself a fortune, Cass. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Spend it all on shoes. It's Triple M Breakfast. You can text any time, 0488 The number is 0488 We've been getting a few pictures on Kaz, and uh, I've sent it. I've sent out a message yesterday. Send us a picture, and I'll guess where you are. Yes, you did. Rog- Don't make it too tricky, though. He needs a little. Well, you can't just put send a picture of the pavement on no. the footpath outside your house. I've done pretty well, Roger from Herdsman's Cove. Good morning to you, Rog, who's in the truck. He sent me a few pictures, and I've. I've Got where he is most of the time. He sent me one through from Otago Bay, heading into Otago Bay. Yes. He sent me one from driving towards Latrobe. Ah. And Tim in Lindisfarne sent me one. I think that's the Grosvenor Street Bridge on the Sandy Bay Rivulet. Tell me if that's right, Tim from Lindisfarne. But he's got me, Roger's got me on this one. It's a dual lane highway. I know where it is. It's right near Carrick. (laughs) It's right near Carrick, isn't it, Roger? It's near Carrick at Bishopsbourne, that area, on the Bass Highway. How are you that good? Because I've driven these roads so often, Cass. How many laps of Tassie have you done? Quite a few when I had the source company. Yeah, yeah. That's at Bishopsbourne. That's right near the turn off to Quakers Park. Now Rhea's saying that I've got a Targo Bay 
or Otago Bay wrong? What's Otago? Otago? Otago. O T. How do you spell it? O T. Otago. 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 You say Bell Reeve or no. Bella Reeve? I say Bell Reeve. Bell Reeve. Where are you That's gonna, beautiful some people, river, isn't it? Some people say Gilston Bay. It's yes. Gilston Bay. Gilston, Gilston. No, no. Launceston, Launceston. That's an easy one. Because there's an Otago University in... Oh, you're so posh. New Zealand. <laughs> in Dunedin. I'm pretty sure it's Otago. But anyway, you can correct us, Hobart. 0488881073. This one's come through from Amy in Sandy Bay. Hi, Kaz and Tubes. Love that Kaz cuts her own hair. I wish I had the nerve to cut my own. I do, however, cut my kids' hair, <gasps> saving a few bucks. Amy and Sandy Bay. I want to. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to take the blame if it goes wrong. But I think my husband should cut my son's hair, save you know forty bucks. He's got the clippers. He does his own three I, hairs that he cuts. I am adamant. This is a no from parents. This should be a no because. My brother Dan had a haircut from mum. Yes. Before me. So she sat him up on the table, kitchen table at home. And she got the scissors out, went to cut his fringe, <laughs> started at his eyebrow, <gasps> ended up across the top of his oh. forehead, and he had a line that went like 45 degrees. That's cool. The front. They, you'd pay 85 bucks for that it, in a cool salon. It was the 80s. But what happened was. Mum and Dad, like me and Mum were laughing our heads off and Dad started crying. (laughs) She couldn't get near him with the the scissors again. 0488881073 is the text line. You can text us about whatever you like and we'll give you a ticket in the meat tray. Send us a picture. 0488881073. It's Triple M Prize Wheel time and all you have to do is call 133353, just like Calvin from Margate has done. Good morning, Calvin. Morning, how are you doing? Good, thank you. What's happening in your world today, Calvin? Uh, just uh, travelling into work down the Saltwater River and build a house. Saltwater mm. River, that's on the peninsula, Kaz. Yeah. Thank you. The Getting Tasman to know peninsula. my way around Tassie. Beautiful spot down there, Calvin. Uh, where are you travelling from? Uh, travelling from Margate. Margate, of course, so that makes a sense. Bit of a bit of a commute, but yeah, a beautiful spot. A little bit painful, Worth too, because you can almost see where you have to go from Margate. <laughs> yes. Almost. Who got the car with you? Yeah, yeah, right here. Who's in the car with you? Uh, I'm in with a friend called Wombat, actually. Um, <laughs> Morning, Wombat. An actual yeah. Wombat? Uh, no, he's not. Why, uh, is he, why is he called Wombat? Uh, he's um, got a, a round, furry head and... <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you have a nickname, Calvin? Uh, no, nah, I've managed to avoid one, thankfully. Yeah. But uh, yeah. a round furry head. A round furry head. That is so funny. <laughs> you got kids, have you, Calvin? Uh, yeah, I got two little ones, uh, one and three. Keep keep your hands full. What's Ooh. their names? Uh, good fun. What are their names? Oh, sorry, uh, Primrose and Alfred. Primrose and Alfred. Oh, they're yeah. great names. Wow. Lovely stuff. Yeah. All right, Calvin, we've spun the wheel. Are you happy with number seven? Oh, that sounds perfect. Well, Calvin, you better ask Wombat to look after Primrose and Alfred because you have won 
A $50 restaurant voucher Ooh. for any of the following. Roaring Grill, Amici, The Burger House, Born in Brunswick, The Winston, Room for a Pony, Frank Restaurant, or T42 plus more. How good is that? Yeah, wow, excellent. There That's you amazing. go. So a date night for you and the partner. Or you can take yeah. the wombat if you like. <laughs> yeah. well, I, think, I think the latter sounds excellent. <laughs> good on you, Calvin. Drive safe to Saltwater River, won't you? Yeah, it will be. Thanks very much. That's Calvin from Margate winning on the Triple M prize wheel. It's Triple M breakfast. I tell you what, Kaz, I'm, I'm very rarely in my life late. I hate being late Yep. because it's like a... In my mind, if you are late somewhere, you don't respect other people's time. True. Right? If True. I have an appointment, I'm late. Well, today I was a little bit late, and I apologise profusely when I arrived, but there was a fairly legitimate reason. What was that? And I feel like my dog knew I was talking smack about cats oh, yesterday. okay. Because I don't like cats. Cats are jerks. That's just a straight-up <sighs> fact. Anyway, woke up this morning, walked into the living room where Phoebe, our gun retriever, sleeps. Yes. And I'm like, it smells like spaghetti bolognese in here. <laughs> we didn't have spaghetti bolognese last night. Oh, dear. Well, turns out Phoebe decided that she would lay one of her all-time great ones in the middle of the lounge room floor. I'll take that. So I had to clean it up. So I did clean it up. That's I'm just that's quite proud of you for doing that. You could there were two choices there. You could leave yeah. the light off and go to work, <laughs> yeah. or you could go. I've seen it. I'm going to deal with it. It wasn't a spaghetti bolognese anyone would like to eat. Let's head to the phones one triple three five three, and it is one of Tasmania's great trivia players. He's certainly royalty here on the Triple M Breakfast Show. Good morning, Jeff from New Norfolk. Hey, Kaz and Tubes, how are you? Flying, mate. Hey, you've got something happening at the Woodstar Football Club this weekend that you want to tell everyone about. Yeah, we do, mate. On Saturday, 20th, um, we have the Woodstar Family Day. Our footy club are putting on a bit of a day for the family and something for everyone. So we've got a we've got cheap dog trials in the morning. Um, Love kicking it. Kicking off at 8am. Cheap dog quality trials. dogs. Yeah. Yes. That's good, bit of fun, bit of, bit of real bush stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've got a speed shear on, so uh, basically a competition. So the best shearers, um, some good prize money. It's $1,000 for the open category for first place. Oh, how far and wide do they come for that one? Uh, we've got quite a few registrations so far and some pretty quality um, shearers, so oh. that should be a really good event. Good to watch. Let me tell yeah. you, shearing is one of those things that is actually almost – Hypnotic to watch, too. It is. It's a speed share worth how much did you say, Jeff? Uh, for the open categories, uh, $1,000 for the first, pot, first place. Tubes, I think you could probably. Cause, <laughs> no. Oh, you haven't been a shearer yet. There's a, there's a beginner class tube, so you can jump in. Have a crack. <laughs> I am planning to do this one day, Jeff. I, <laughs> do you want to be the guest of honour, mate? Oh, look, I, I, uh, I, I'm a bit nervous about it, to be honest. Jeff, ah, you'll be right. Sheep scare me a bit, mate. <laughs> well, once you sit them on their back, mate, they don't do anything. There's a flyer for the family fun day, and there's a sheep looking at you there. Look at it. Yeah, He's I know. That's the, going, gonna, that's the one I'm going to oh, share. But I've just seen show bags. That excites me. Show bags. Yeah, there's um. So we've got lots of kids' activities: face painting, show bags. Um, Gussie from um, geez, I forget where he's from there. <laughs> Gussie. He's coming out. Gussie. Reclink, he's Rick, coming oh, out. Yeah. He, he runs all um, 
all the kids' activities and he's an absolute goon, so that'll be a bit of fun. <laughs> Sensational, Jeff. All happening this weekend. All the details you can get at the Woodsdale Football Club Facebook page. You're a legend, Jeff. Nah, thanks, guys. Um, also, just kicking off at 6.30, we've got Zach Walsh playing a bit of live music, so she goes right into the night. Come oh. and have a beer, have a bit of fun. Love it. Get out to the country and uh, see what it's all about out at Woodstock. Yeah, they Woodstock. are generally good times. Yes. Woodstock Footy Club Facebook page for all the details. Thanks, Jeff. We have two very special guests in the studio to talk about Shakespeare in the Gardens. It is back for 2024, and this year we've got another one of the Bard's Best as you like it, happening in the gardens, of course, at the Royal Botanical Gardens. Our guests today are two of the performers in the show, Samantha James Radford and Paul Levitt. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, guys. We have real <laughs> actors. These are the real deal. Are they? They're good. I've <laughs> seen them quite a few times. You've Fair, been... I, I've been in shows with these guys. Of course you yes. have. No, I'm not the real deal. They are the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with you, Samantha. Shakespeare in the Gardens, it's a regular thing happening here in Hobart. How's the show been? It's as you like it. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the show first up and how the crowd's been. It's been amazing. Um, Yeah, the crowds have been awesome. Uh, It's been pretty packed nearly every night. Um, The weather's been good too, keeping away. Fingers crossed for tonight. Um, Yeah, it's been really great. It's been an awesome process uh, working with Roger Hodgman. It's just Mm. been a dream. And the cast, I mean, it's great working with your friends. So that makes it a lot easier as well. But, yeah, it's going really well. It's an awesome experience. Well, what characters are there? So let's talk about Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> the main, when I go to Shakespeare in the Gardens over the years, the main characters for me have been a G&T and a nice creamy blue. Yes. <laughs> the story will unfold. You can research it. You can yeah. try and get on top of it. Mm. But if you're just like me, just a normal punter, you come in with your picnic basket, sit down, you just entertain us generally, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people think, will get different things from Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean, lots of people do um, maybe sort of just read up and get the sort of the plot, the general plot, um, but I think before they go. But um, I suppose the skill of the actors is to... Um, make the language accessible. But because it's quite a physical play, there's lots of movement. Sort of we move around the gardens. I think um, the audience actually can get the comedy and um, can get what's happening from the sort of the the actual action. Are you funny, Paul? Oh, Because you're generally very funny. Are you playing a funny... What's your character? I do. I I play... um, I'm in some background scenes (laughs) doing my famous face acting. Oh! <laughs> Your famous face, famous, famous yes. Face um, no, no dialogue, and then um, a small role shepherd, Corin the shepherd. Um, and the interesting thing about um, Corin, um, uh, I do, I perform that with a really broad Australian accent, okay. which I think people sort of find really interesting. They don't sort of usually think that you can do Shakespeare. With. The show, as you like it, what's it about, Samantha? Oh, it's about. About a lot of things. It's actually quite a busy show. Um, it's about uh, these two uh, lovers, uh, Orlando and Rosalind, coming together and um, through the wrestling match. That's when they kind of meet. Yeah. And there's what? There's, yeah, there's a whole oh, there's wrestling a really, match. There's a yeah. full-on full wrestling <laughs> match. Shakespeare's for everyone. Full-on wrestling match. Choreographed by Andrew Casey. So it's, um, yeah. it's, pr- it's pretty amazing. 
Um, but several of the characters are actually cast out from the court. Yeah. Um, so um, every, the majority of the characters sort of go from the court into the country, mm, um, into, into the nature, forest of into Arden. The forest yeah. Of Arden. And um, there are a range of couples. There's about five couples yes. in the forest of Arden. That's where, because um, this plays essentially about love. Yeah. And, you know, the different kinds of love, you know, passionate love, um, manipulative love, hidden love. Um, and so, yeah, you see the sort of the, the interactions around um, those couples and how they... I mean, of course, Shakespeare, you know, brings everyone together and there's, you know, a happy ending. Um, there was a lover on his last at the end, having what, a sing-along. What I love about this, though, that Shakespeare and the Guns, and it's presented by John X, one of our great friends here at Triple mm. M, is that it's all local actors happening yes. in an iconic mm. venue at the Botanical Gardens yes. and people can come along, get tickets on the door 45 minutes before the show. When are show times? Show times are at 7.30. So I start at 7.30, doors open about 7. People get there a little bit earlier to get the best spot. It's very important you get a good spot Wednesday there. Wednesday to Saturday. Wednesday to Saturday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So four shows a week. Excellent. So, so you need to bring in a, your chair if you want to be comfortable. Yeah. Yes. You, you don't have to. You can no, just you rock can... up at the gate, buy a ticket for yep. five minutes before yep. and you know, sit on a have blanket, blanket or whatever's yeah. in the car. But About half the audience are on chairs up the back and then the other half are sort of sitting on those little low chairs or, or blankets. How divine. Brilliant. Yes, have a, a little drink. There's a bar. Look, Tasmania's best actors, a bar. Botanical gardens Everything. and a block of cheese. <laughs> Everything you need, Kaz, oh. as you like it. Shakespeare in the Gardens happens until the 27th of January. You can get your tickets at theatreroyal.com.au by booking or on the gate 45 minutes before the show. Samantha, Paul, great to see you. Uh, what's the word you say? Chookers. Chookers. Chookers for tonight. Thanks <laughs> Thank so much you. for joining Thank us on Triple so M. Thank you so much for having us. It's Triple M Breakfast. Ethan from Saltwater River. Good morning, Ethan. Good morning. How are you? Jo- I'm very well, thank you. Saltwater River. Where are we? Where is that? Which part uh, of Tassie? Down Tasman Peninsula. In oh. fact, Ethan, we spoke a little earlier with Calvin and Wombat who are heading down there to build a house. It's not your house, is it, Ethan? Well, I'm Wombat. Oh, you're, oh, you're joking me. That is so funny, <laughs> Wombat. Well done. Well hey, done. Listen, Wombat, you're heading along to the circus. Who are you going to take? I'll take my partner and two of my nephews. How good. How good. Who are your nephews? What are their names? Uh, Spencer and Toby. And what's your partner's name? Uh, Maddie. Maddie. Well, this is the beauty of being an uncle, Wombat, isn't it? Uh, That's it, mate. You can take the nephews, load them up with sugar, and you can send them (laughs) along to the great Moscow Circus. I do that on a regular occasion, mate. That is good. Hey, how would you get your nickname? Oh, there's a lot of rumours going around about that one, mate. Oh, well, Calvin told us. <laughs> yeah, it's because you have a very large head. Round head. Is, is that? It, it, it's yeah, that's one of the reasons. Oh, All right, well, we, we might have to leave it at that. Then I reckon we'll that. Hey, enjoy yourself. We've got more tickets to head along to the Great Moscow Circus a little bit later on this week. So keep it locked here on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Chubbs. Good on you, Wombat. Look after yourself, won't you? Thanks, guys. Have a good day. There you go, Wombat walking away. A big winner. Triple- 
You may have seen in the news recently that the Fair Work Ombudsman has commenced legal action against a business with a number of locations in southern Tasmania in relation to the alleged underpaying of migrant workers. Without getting into too many specifics, we've wanted to check in with the Fair Work Ombudsman, Anna Booth, to find out how both Tassie employers and employees can make sure they're protected. Good morning to you, Anna Booth. Oh, good morning, Taz and Tube. How did the ombudsman find out that these workers were being underpaid? Yeah, so we've been investigating generally in response to intelligence that we receive through um, things like our anonymous hotline, which we encourage people to use, um, and we discovered these particular contraventions in the Tasmanian, these two Tasmanian outlets. So what happens from here? You're taking them to court? Yes, we take them to court. We ask, um, firstly, uh, for the money that uh, was asked to be paid back to them to be repaid back to the workers and this time to stay in the workers' pockets. Um, We also ask, um, of course, for penalties. And um, another thing that was done which was pretty bad um, is that pay slips were falsified and um, incorrect records were even given to a fair work inspector, which is kind of like when the policeman comes around, you try and mislead them. Um, And of course, what you um, ought to know is that uh, they're pretty hard to mislead. So that was discovered as well. So um, there's quite a a, a number of contraventions that we're pursuing in the court and there's to be a directions hearing actually in Melbourne um, on the 27th of February. So outside of this case, and I wanted to talk to you about how employers and employees can protect themselves. One, to make sure they're playing their employees right if they're an employer, but employees, how they can know whether they are being treated fairly at work. Yeah, well, let's look. Let's start with the workers because um, you know uh, often when people start a job, um, it's very exciting and they're not necessarily paying attention to the details. So, um, I think what's really important uh, when you do start a job is to be very cautious about everything that you're given. You ought to be given a fair work information statement. You probably get a letter of appointment. Read it carefully. You may um, get directed towards some policies. Read them carefully, and then after that, find out you know what award you covered by, what classification you're in, what should your rate of pay be. And the best way to find that out is by asking both um, fellow workers, maybe a union delegate if you're in a workplace with a union, uh, and the human resource people. And they will tell you human resource people are there to you know to give advice uh, to the workers. Um, so once you know your rights, then the second thing to do is to be confident uh, about politely and respectively asserting those rights and to know that in Australia if you do that and something bad happens to you as a result of that then you are also protected by law it's called adverse action if that happens and there's a a law called general protection that uh, can protect you so it's really just about being um, alert you know being aware um, of your situation for the employee and then for the employer of course it's kind of the other side of the same coin, you know, make sure that when you employ somebody, you, you actually know exactly what award they're going to be covered by, what classification they're going to be in, what's their rate of pay. And if you're at all confused about that, you can either ask your employer organisation, who are fantastic sources of advice, but you can also come to us. And we have a pay calculator on our website, we have a Find My Award tool, and for employers, we have a special employer advice service where employers can ring up and actually explain their particular situation. So my advice would be to do that even before you employ the person. Make sure that you know exactly what your obligation is to them and then just 
do it. Fairwork.gov.au is that website, or you can call the Fair Work Info Line on 13 13 94 for free advice and assistance about your rights and obligations in the workplace. Anna Booth, the Fair Work Ombudsman, we appreciate your time on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. My absolute pleasure. Please invite me back again. It's Triple M Breakfast. Yesterday was magnificent. Today, not so much. 23 degrees and possible thunderstorms. It is coming. There's a front coming across the top of Tasmania. We're hearing from Rog. Roger in Herdsman's Cove says it's bad up the coast, and he sent me a picture heading across the hill at Penguin. That's where you are, Roger, in that picture. And let me tell you, it looks pretty rough. 0488881073 is the text line. You can text us photos. You get two tickets in the meat tray, 100 bucks worth of meat from Robbo's Chicken and Meat, open seven days in Glenorchy. Wow, wow Robbo. Robbo. But yes, though, it was a magic day, wasn't it, Kaz? What, what was the top temperature? Third, I, I think we got to 31. I kept asking Google, hey, Google, what's the temperature? And it's like, <laughs> it's 29 degrees. Fairly confident we got to 31, 30, nearly 31 degrees. Yeah, so I did it. Did what? what every Tasmanian has to do that one day a year, I went to the beach. <laughs> I packed it up. I'm like, oh, there's so much to pack, the towels. And this we've got the surfer dude that you throw in the into the waves and it surfs back at you. They're really cool, like some kid's toy. So we've got, you know, eight-year-old Alex and husband Adrian and I toddled off to the beach. All headed off to the beach. It was packed. Was it? Every Tasmanian person was out there at the beach last night. This is probably 5.30 I got to the beach. Right, wow. So busy I had to park probably 10 car spaces away from the actual beach. That's not good. That would almost be enough for me to turn around and leave. <laughs> I'm like, can't get a park. We can't. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? We have to park 10. And there's, I think I've noticed a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Where is Mr. Whippy now? Is there a Mr. Whippy anymore? Yeah, there's, there there are ice cream trucks, but they generally only go to events. They don't just pull up at your street anymore, do they? I'm- no, because we made Alex, good morning, Alex, we made him put his shoes on or his Crocs. That's I've, caved, I've caved and bought him Crocs. Great. Love a Croc. Big Croc fan. Well, I wasn't, but that's another story. Because he wanted to walk along the footpath with no shoes on. When I was a kid, I used to walk to Mr. Whippy without any shoes on. But, you know, we're all helicopter parents now. And I'm like, put your shoes on. You might tread on a twig or something. So we get to the beach, people everywhere, jet skis. Had the lot. Boats. Everyone was there. Sunbakers, kids playing, people, you know, having picnics. It was amazing. I'm thinking, this is it. I looked around. I thought, this is where I want to have a shack. Because I'm on the search for a shack. I don't have the finances for a shack. I need to, you know. So you want to get a shack at this this particular beach? Yes, it was beautiful. Even though it was packed, you still want to get a shack there? It was divine. So where are you you thinking for your shack? What beach are we at? Bell Reef. (laughs) It's overseas. Chips. Shack at Bell Reef and I'm there. Triple M Breakfast. 0488881073 is the text line. That number again, 0488881073. And I've got a text from Serena in Oak Downs. Good morning, Karen. Love listening to you. Oh, thanks. We still get Mr. Whippy at Oak Downs. Here we go. He comes around Oak Downs. We all run out. It's great. Comes around once every three weeks. 
oak downs. So Mr. Whippy's still running the... Uh... Keeping your secret down there, aren't you, oak downs? Mm. Might want to share him around. Yeah, Any you... other Mr. Whippies out there? Yeah, do you get Tell your Mr. Whippy, Hobart? 0488881073. Colleen in Burnie says it's poured all night long up here on the coast. And she sent through a picture on 0488881073 of a very wet front lawn where I grew up. That's mum. Oh, <laughs> Colleen, just a sec, backtrack that. Yes. Just zoomed in. Might want to get the weed and feed out there next time you're up tubes. Help your mum out. Well, get big tubes onto it, Cole. Yeah, a few <laughs> You've got weeds a few in tufty there. weeds there, you reckon, Kat? A few, a few tufts <laughs> in your patch. Rebecca in Ranelagh says, good morning, Triple M. What a change in the weather. Very doom and gloom and stormy here today. Hope everyone stays safe on the roads and no clowns about just sending in for the ticket in the metro. That's exactly how easy it is, Rebecca. Good on you, Rebecca from Ranelagh in the metro draw. Yes. Uh, Jeff from New Norfolk says, if Tubes wants to shear a sheep, we would love to have you guys up for a bit of fun at the Woodsdale Family Day. Um, Check the diary, Tubes. Yeah, I just wouldn't know what to wear. What do you wear when you shear a sheep? A singlet. (laughs) Don't you? They've got a uniform. I don't know. There's a shearer's uniform, isn't it? A blue singlet and a... Yeah, you got to have an extra long singlet so you don't see the shearer's crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rog in Herdsman's Co. has been sending through pictures trying to get me to guess where he is, and I've been doing that. He's all across the northwest coast at the moment, and he's just texting, have not seen it this bad up here in 20 years. I dropped my speed back to 80 kilometres per hour. So much water on the road because I drive a 50-tonne B-double. Be safe up there, Rog. And anyone that's out there on the roads today, it is going to rain. It's going to happen here in southern Tasmania too. There's a big front coming across the state. Thunderstorms potentially for Hobart and a top of 23 degrees today. Be safe out there, folks. Uh, Yeah. Uh, If these guys are professional drivers, if they are saying... Drop your speed back and don't be silly. Listen to them. Absolutely. You can text us anytime. 0488881073. It's Triple M Breakfast. We have a carryover champ. Good morning to you, Andrea. Good morning, guys. How are you feeling, Andrea? Yeah, I'm pumped. Ready to go. Pumped and ready to go. I like that. Now, Andrea, you've walked, I hope you've walked the dogs already this morning. Yes, I have. Good, good, because there's rain coming. 100 yeah, percent waiting for that well yeah, I shouldn't good say weather <laughs> sorry good sleeping weather good sleep Ooh. oh you've done the night shift did you yes uh, get wonderful. the washing in get Cadbury. the washing in works at Cadbury from memory yes, yes. Do, yes. tell but, me this I oh, know this is this is unrelated to Tassie trivia remember they used to have the five kilo um boxes, boxes? that you could go and buy from the Cadbury oh. shop at the tours mm. do they still do that that's a negatory. They don't do that anymore. But oh. uh, if you want any chocolate, I can get it for you cheaper. Oh! The seconds, yeah. Love that. All right. Well, just <laughs> hold, hold Andrea on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, can you test your buzzer, please? Andrea. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Kirk from Richmond. Good morning, Kirk. Good morning. How are we? What's happening in your world, Kirk? Oh, I'll just uh, doing a bit of work for a mate. Um, yeah, just starting to speak with Ryan up Collins, though. Oh, here Collins, it comes. Huh? Yeah, here yeah. it comes. It's gets rid, think... gets rid of the dust anyway. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> good. Kirk, can you test your buzzer, please? Kirk. Excellent. You get two questions right. 
Andrea from Claremont or Kirk from Richmond, and you'll win 200 bucks thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Here is question number one. In which Hobart suburb will you find the Shot Tower historic site? Is it A, Mount Nelson? B, Kirk. Andrea. Kirk. Bruno. Correct. Well done, Kirk. You are halfway to 200 bucks. Question number two. Which of the following Hobart streets is one way from start to finish? Is it A, Collins Street, B, Harrington Street? Kirk. Andrea. Kirk. Harrington. Correct, Kirk. You've won 200 bucks. Just like that. Bad luck, Andrea. No problem, guys. Hey, look, Andrea, you're a true champion in our hearts, okay? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Look after yourself, Andrea from Claremont. Unfortunately, losing the 200 bucks to Kirk from Richmond. Kirk, you've got options now. You can uh, take I'll, the cash I'll... or you can come tomorrow for 300 bucks. No, I'll take the 200. I'm struggling for work at the moment, so I'll take the 200. I'm well, good news, Kirk. You've got 200 bucks cash in the Skyrocket. Good on you, mate. Look after yourself. Thank you. You too. That is Kirk from Richmond walking away with $200 cold hard cash on Triple M Breakfast Tassie Trivia thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Triple M Breakfast. 0488881073 is the number to text. That number again, 0488881073. Kaz has been talking about getting a shack. And she's found out that she wants to get a shack in Bell Reeve because Mr. Whippy is on the Eastern Shore a fair bit. We had a text in earlier from Serena who says he's getting around Oak Downs on the reg. Yes. Mr. Whippy or Mrs. Whippy. Well, Mr. Whippy. Well, Mrs. Whippy could be out there working too. Yeah. Is she? She's probably at home stirring the pot. <laughs> Get your text 0488881073. Thanks to Maz from Ranelagh, who sent in a lovely photo of the sunrise this morning from their property called Greenscape at around 5.45am. Hashtag meat tray. Good on you, Maz. Love it. Yeah. You got two tickets in the meat tray for sending us a picture. Love it. Yep. Carly's got a... Uh, Carly from New Norfolk, also a ticket in the meat... Oh, what? Hang on. For a text, it's... One ticket. One ticket for texts, two tickets for photos, three tickets for a phone call. Well, so Carly is telling us that Scooby-Doo Ice Cream Chuck is always kicking around in New Norfolk. Look, so New Norfolk. Scoopy-Doo. Scooby-Doo. That's so funny. (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Northern suburbs, lift your game and get a Mr. Whippy or a Scooby-Doo. Is it soft serve? The one I like was the soft serve that they dipped in that hot chocolate that melted half of your soft serve by the time you got home and a packet of fairy floss. It was my standard <laughs> order back in 1986. Well, actually. Of the streets of Lutana. That's, you know, but that's pretty good. Yeah. A few, few texts about shacks. Yep. We've got Penny has sent us in a text to say that her family had a, they lived in Rosetta and the shack was at Howrah Beach. <laughs> <laughs> See? Overseas. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Actually, on the weekend, we, you and I went separately to the Day at Fadon Car Show, raising funds for Lifeline Tasmania. And I had my first Mr. Whippy or ice cream truck soft serve in like a number of years. And I had uh, sherbet on it. They sherbet. coated it in sherbet for like me. Like what flavour sherbet? Like a 
I like a know. candy sherbet. Does sherbet have flavour? Does sherbet have flavour, Rhea? Yeah, flavour is... F- what? Does it? I just thought it just tastes like sour. Okay. Uh, Shannon has sent us a picture of him on the banks of the Huon River. Good on you, Shannon. He's giving me a test. He says, where am I, Tubes? The banks of the Huon River, Shannon. <laughs> on the way to Signet, I imagine. That's on that side of the river. So the... Huonville side of the river, not the Franklin side of the river. Text us anytime, 0488 There's two ice cream trucks in Oak Downs. Oh. One is a lady. Go the girls, says Kate from Oak Downs. See? Told you Mrs. Whippy's out there, Kaz. Do they play – they used to play the music box. They used to play green sleeves through their speaker, so you knew they were coming. Green sleeves? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, no, yeah. that one. That's green sleeves. That was good. How was that? Without <laughs> a vocal warm-up. Oh, show those fancy actors. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. You can text us anytime. It's Triple M Breakfast. A big show. We've got the Prime Minister coming on tomorrow. How about your first week in radio? Oh, last week you sort of eased into it. Your second week, I should say. Yes. Sunrise yeah. on national television. Yeah. And now we've got the Prime Minister coming in. Well, is this normal? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Keep it up. Keep it up. Let's normal? start how we mean to continue. Uh, <laughs> we will get to your text for the Prime Minister. 0488881073 is the text line. Text in your questions for the Prime Minister. Anthony Albanese will be in studio. It's my first time ever meeting him in person. Is it? Yes. You're going to have to iron your shirt. I'm going to have to pick a particular shirt that I'm going to wear tomorrow. What are you going to wear? I don't know. It's just a regular person, isn't he? Yeah. I reckon it'll be fun. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you wear. You'll be frocked up. Oh, I might get the sequins out. The, uh, it's not human... every day the Prime Minister meets a mayor. No, that's right. That's right. The Mayor of Moona and the Prime Minister of Australia in studio tomorrow. Catch you from six. Have a great day, Hobart, and treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.